0: You're listening to The Power of a Cookie Podcast, episode number 15. Welcome to The Power of a Cookie Podcast. See how cookie decorators are using cookies to make the world better, one cookie at a time. Hi, today on the podcast we have Georgianne. Bell. you guys know her as lila lola did i get the name right
1: yes lila lola
0: <laughs> okay because I, I was calling you something different in the beginning and then i found out how to actually pronounce it well welcome George Ann. welcome thank to the podcast so much. well thank you for being here we are so excited to have you
1: I am super excited to be here. I love talking about cookies with friends. (laughs) Uh,
0: So then this should be a very safe, wonderful place. I mean, we should hear all kinds of great music in the background because, I mean, both of us, this is right up our alley. So this is perfect. (laughs) (laughs) So um, I know that you just told me something about what you do once a month and all this stuff. So do you want to just start out telling us what you're doing with cookies right now?
1: Yeah. So uh, I obviously I'm still blogging and I still have tutorials on Lila Loa, but I've moved into teaching classes now which I absolutely love. And I generally um, teach classes about once a month. I go all over the country and even um, at the end of the summer I'll be in Australia again so. Oh. I am super excited for that. But in general, I am loving teaching classes and meeting more cookie friends every month. It's fantastic.
0: That is so good. So, did you just do this on your own? And and all, I'm sure if you say, you know, George Ann Bell, Lila Lola is teaching here, I'm sure people are standing outside (laughs) waiting to get in. I know I would be.
1: So I, I've i been approached by quite a few different cake or cookie supply shops um, across the world, and I generally say yes, because why not, right? And then I mean, yeah, some of cookies. them I've wanted, like this fall, I want to take my son to Boston, so I thought, might as well set up a cookie class and make it a whole thing of it, so... Some of them I've reached out to people to set these classes up, and some of the people have reached out to me.
0: That is wonderful. So in your classes, like, how many people do you teach? Is it like a cookie-con thing with 450, or is it smaller? No, it's
1: it's definitely smaller, (laughs) hands-on. I do – generally, I do a full-day class with 12 to 15 people, and then the next day I'll do a half-day class with the same 12 to 15 people. Wow. So that way there's – it's – Small enough that everybody can, you know, like, like, meet each other, they can make new friends, I can help each person individually. And kind of it doesn't matter what skill level they come into the classes with, they can progress from where they're at, as opposed to everyone needing like certain skills or requirements before they come. Because it's such a small number, we can start where they're at and progress them by the end of the day. That's, that's the plan.
0: <laughs> that's amazing. So like, do you do, do you promote what you're going to make? Like, do you promote if it's going to be a seasonal thing or if it's going to be flowers or I mean, like, where do we find the information if we want to come to one of your classes?
1: So on my blog, um, lilaloa.com, there's a classes tab at the top. And under that tab, it has the the different locations that I'll be, the dates I'll be there, and then the different cookies that we'll be making in each class. And also the registration information is under all of those pictures as well. So people definitely know what they're getting into before they show up to class.
0: See, that's awesome because they can learn new skills and tips and taught by one of the best. I mean, you're amazing. (laughs) So I mean, to me, that's a win-win-win situation. And I get
1: to make new cookie friends all around. It's ideal.
0: (laughs) I don't see how you keep up because you have four children you have the the blog you teach you go to cookie con you do all this stuff i mean you're like it's like somebody put big batteries in your back like that little <laughs> energizer bunny and you just go 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 i mean the energy you have just amazes me
1: well <laughs> I think that if you want something, you work for it. And I love decorating. And I love – I really, really do like the people that I meet through cookie decorating. That community has always been super, super important to me. So since I value that, like thats that's what I spend my energy on. That's what I spend my time on. I raise my four kids and cookies. That's pretty much my life right there. <laughs> and then when you're
0: not, you know, decorating cookies or anything else, you guys are climbing a wall in your house,
1: right? <laughs> yes, you're... we have. Our, we built a rock climbing wall in our living room. <laughs> I
0: think that that is the smartest thing I've ever heard any parent do because what kid <laughs> doesn't want to climb? And now you can say, quit climbing on the kitchen table and go climb your wall. <laughs>
1: <laughs> my, my husband bribes them at night like if they want dessert they have to either climb the wall or go across or he'll make up some route for them that they have to do if they want dessert every night so even my little four-year-old will climb up to the top of the climbing wall every day that she's amazing is
0: so cute are you like making videos and filming them doing this because seriously that's absolutely precious
1: Yes, we absolutely are. And I mean, they want us to, you know, they'll get like halfway up and be like, look at me. They want us to take pictures of their arms at like all different, like I can put my right arm out, take another picture. Wait, 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 wait. wait. I'm putting my left arm out and that requires like seven more pictures. You know, we have to like document every single move on, they make up the climbing wall every day. Of
0: course. And you know, it's showing their muscles.
1: Look how big my muscle is now, (laughs) They're cute little calf muzzles. It is adorable.
0: (laughs) That is so cute. Oh, my goodness. I I can't imagine. I would just, I would let them climb it every day, all day long, just so I could watch them, you know?
1: (laughs) They do. They do. And then their friends come over. You know, it, it gets old because, well, it's just a climbing wall in the living room. No big deal. You know, like that's always been there. But then their friends come over and it's like, whoa, a climbing wall. And then <laughs> my kids are like, you're right. It's awesome again. We love climbing walls. And then you, they climb again for a while. You can so, charge <laughs>
0: admission to these parents. Okay, you can come, but it's $20 an hour if they use the wall. <laughs> you know?
1: It's it's really great for like birthday parties or something because you know like you plan a birthday party and you're like, I have these thousands of activities and they're going to here for an hour it'll be perfect and then like seven minutes in, you've gone through all those thousand activities and they're like we're bored what's next and you're like um sugar like i don't know but yeah. with the climbing wall there's always an option like yeah. if some of the kids get done early they can go climb the wall before we have to move on to the next activity it's great it always yeah. fills up space.
0: see that would be great it seems like your house would definitely definitely be a house that i would want to hang out in i mean seriously <laughs> a climbing wall Between cookies,
1: popcorn, and a climbing wall, really, like, we've got it.
0: (laughs) You don't need anything else. Maybe a little music in the background, you know. Now, you said that kids come over. Do kids come over and do they decorate cookies with your kids at all, ever?
1: Yes. Actually, the neighborhood boys are more interested in it than the neighborhood girls right now. And it might just be an age thing. I don't know. But they love it. So, I generally... When I make, when I can, I mean, you can't always, but when I can, Mm -hmm. I'll make extra cookies. And then if, when I have extra icing, so when I'm done with a set, I'll just set them out on the table and then whoever is there gets to decorate them. So they always, they're like, oh, do you have he was, are you almost done with the set? Like they hover and waiting because they know that, that they're going to get a chance when I'm done with that icing. Yeah.
0: G- give me the icing, please. I just want the icing. <laughs> now, Trip, he was decorating some cookies with me. This was when he was like probably three. He's getting ready to turn six. So it's been a little while ago. But he had a cookie on the table and he was just putting icing all over the place, not just the cookie, but all over the table. And I'm like, Trip, what are you doing? He said, I'm turning your table into a horse. Okay. Oh. Every nana That's needs thoughtful. a course, right? <laughs> yeah. I just let the icing dry and then scraped it off. It was so, that much, is
1: it. so that much is exactly easier. what happens with Penelope. It used to be Amelia as well. Some there'll just be a pile of icing on the table. And it's it's I mean, it's anyone's guess. Like there could be a cookie under there or not. Who I mean knows? it could go either way. I never know until it dries and I can pop it off. Oh, it mean, was a cookie
0: <laughs> isn't that hilarious these kids they're so smart and so creative my goodness do you ever get ideas to decorate cookies from your kids
1: yes actually um in my book the cookie companion the fox cookie was designed by my son he came home from school one day with a drawing of a fox and I said there we go. I said that is exact <laughs> that is perfect I can totally use that and make that yeah. and so i I put it in the book and he was Stoked
0: out of his mind. I'm looking through your book right now while I sit here and talk to you, and I'm looking for the fox cookie. There it is, the fox cookie. I mean, it is just like, is this this is the one you're talking about, right? Yeah, yeah. The fox on the ring cutter. That is uh, unbelievable. I mean, I love that cookie, and I had no idea that your son did it. Maybe I read it and forgot it or something, but I love that kids can come up with this stuff. And you're just like, why didn't I think of that?
1: You know, because they're smart. They are such smart kids. And, and they look at things. They don't have preconceived notions already stuffed in their heads. So they're really good at the what else could I use this cutter for game. They love to play that. Anytime I get cutters out for a set, they love without looking at my sketches, they love to guess what I'm going to make with it. And they always have such great ideas. I'm like, oh well, maybe next time I'll use that for that design. Definitely. It's so fun. <laughs> Definitely use
0: that, especially when they're as good as this fox, you know, and, and the mermaid right? on the back and, the, oh my <laughs> goodness, the seahorses things that you have. I just, I'm in love love with this book I like the tips I like the tricks I like the way that you just break things down and just lay it out for us and I mean if someone hasn't decorated cookies this book is definitely going to be an inspiration to them and they're they're going to use it over and over and over
1: you're so kind thank you well
0: and the cards that you did tell us in case someone doesn't have them tell us about the color cards what what are those called again I'm sorry
1: Oh, my goodness. So I I'm so old. Love I can remember. I love it. The, the, well, I did, they're called the color chart cards, so they're, it's not go. a complicated name. Yeah, okay. nothing, nothing fancy. <laughs> but I. That's probably my favorite part of that entire cookie decorating book are those color formulas because we grow up thinking you mix red and blue and you get purple. Absolutely. Right? You mix yes. blue and yellow and you make green, but when you mix yes. red food coloring and blue food coloring, you don't get purple. You get something that looks vaguely like death you know, like maybe swamp brown. Like it doesn't look purple. It looks weird. And so because, because each of the different food colorings have other food colorings in them, they're not a straight one color. You can't mix them the same way that you can mix um, other, other things, you know, like like you can't mix red and blue to make purple. So I spent a really long time (laughs) on those cards. (laughs) I just took all of the colors out of my box. I had Every single color of AmeriColor at the time. And I just started mixing them together. And about 40% of them just turned into swamp brown.
0: Uh, And But
1: it was really – some of them were really surprising. Like mixing um, pink and teal made the most beautiful purple I have ever seen. But I would never have expected that to make a pretty purple. I would have thought – I really thought that one was going to end up brown. Yeah. But by just going crazy and mixing everything, whether I thought it would turn out good or not – gave me a lot of really fun colors to use into those color charts.
0: Well, that color chart is absolutely amazing because if you have any questions about anything, you know, you can go back through there and look and you, chances are you're going to find the answer right there. You've done all the work for us. Thank you. Thank or, you. Or something
1: similar, right?
0: <laughs> well, if we want a brown, we know just dump some in there together, right? Is that what you're saying? <laughs> yeah,
1: basically. I love- Pick three colors, mm-hmm. they'll make brown.
0: Pick any three colors, they'll make brown. Pretty what do you much. do? One of the best or I guess one of the most often questions questions most often asked to me is, how do you make black? Well, I do make a really dark, deep black, and what I do is I do it a couple different ways. I save some of my leftover icing and then I'll mix that together and add a little bit of black with it because black will get bitter if you're not careful. Or I just say, caution to the wind, guys, you're getting some bitter cookies and here you go. (laughs) But some people down the road, when they ask for cookies, they want that bitterness to the black. Me, personally, I can't stand it. I I want to make it a softer, less bitter taste. What is your solution and what is your key? What do you do when you want a good, deep, dark black color?
1: So in general, I tell people that with saturated colors, there's a few things that you can do. Um, First of all, start out with your icing a a thicker consistency. Like if you make icing – everyone's recipes is different. But if you're icing straight out of the bowl, if you can turn the bowl upside down and your icing doesn't go anywhere – that's a thick consistency icing. Start with that. Um, I a lot of times with black, I'll actually add cocoa powder to my royal icing because it makes it kind of a brown color and adding flavor. But you do have to be careful with that because some people are allergic to chocolate and they may not think that you know there's cocoa powder in their black icing. But I make chocolate cookies, so clearly that's not an issue. <laughs> but, so I'll add some cocoa powder and then I'll add the black icing in but in general, with saturated colors, you need more than one color to make it look saturated. Because our eyes see the depth of color in real life, but with with um, icing and food coloring, we have just one color added in there. So it's the same as like red or purple or navies or even browns. If you add two different colors of red to your icing, your red will look darker to your eyes. It will look more saturated than if you keep adding more color. So with black, I'll add cocoa powder to it and then I'll add black until the point where it's a kind of a charcoal gray mm-hmm. because I've learned a lot, like obviously colors will deepen as they sit, yes. but also our eyes will say, if you put a dark charcoal next to white, your eyes will say that is black. So you don't have to go super, super black to get the black look to it. And then after that, I'll add uh, imitation vanilla flavoring to thin the icing down. Oh. I've found that... That um, like pure vanilla, it has that alcohol taste to it, which reacts with uh, the the bitter flavor in the black, and it it's not an appealing mix as much as an imitation has a smoother um, flavor to it that kind of blocks out the bitter flavor. So with reds, again navies, dark purples, I'll make them thick icing and then water down with an imitation vanilla. And it almost completely erases that bitter flavor to it completely.
0: See, that's amazing because like I said, I just, I can't stand the bitterness. I want, icing to me should be on the sweeter side. I mean, it It should taste good. Yeah, it should (laughs) taste good. It shouldn't taste like, I don't know. like you're eating
1: chemicals (laughs) yes yeah i agree Like some soap on my cookies please (laughs) yeah
0: but the tip about turning turning the bowl upside down with the icing in there i mean that's how i make mine every time so when it comes time to mix some icing i have thinning to do but to me when i do that the icing doesn't it doesn't separate as quickly as it does if i start out with you know really thin down icing. You know, I don't start with a flood when I mix the colors. I always mix the color first and then I thin the icing and doing it with a thick icing in the bowl. That seems to be one of the best uh, tips that I've ever received. So it works. It's good.
1: (laughs) Yeah. And and it reduces the amount of air bubbles that you have in your icing too. If you start with that thicker icing to begin with. I agree. Which is 100%. a huge issue for lots of people.
0: Yeah, I've I've got a blog post coming up where I talk about how I get the air bubbles out, you know, and sometimes I just want to add air bubbles to it and then do this, you know, this thing <laughs> to it just because it's so much fun. So. <laughs> but I know a lot of people have issues with air bubbles and it's because we just mix so much that we're just whipping air into the icing and then later we all know that turns into craters. So, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, who? Not fun. <laughs> okay, so I think that right there is the tip worth tuning in for in this podcast because you have totally taken this and made it something amazing. So, do you have any anything else good for this? <laughs> I've got lots of
1: good stuff. Okay, give us another tip. We want another. We want another. <laughs> um, <laughs> stop before you fall asleep. How about that? Don't decorate while falling asleep. <laughs> Have you done that before? <laughs> I I have done done cookies where it's, you know, it's super late at night. It's like three, four, five in the morning. And you're oh, like, yeah. I just got to get these done. And then you wake up the next morning and you go out and you're like, what <laughs> was I thinking? <laughs> what did I do? <laughs> yes, or I'll, or I'll flood entire, like three dozen cookies in the wrong color. And then be like, ah, <sighs> it's never worth it. No Sleep.
0: Just sleep, and I tell people take care all the of time, yourself. Yes, be patient and sleep. Be patient and sleep. If they do that, they're going to be fine, right? Absolutely. Oh my gosh! I mean, have what is the biggest? And I'll tell you mine in a minute. What is the biggest mistake that you've made when decorating like an order or cookies for an order?
1: Every mistake that's possible, I think I've made it. Like oh, me too. I, I am, I am. Meh. A notoriously reckless decorator. I... Oh <laughs> I really am. Like, I just go for it. Like, I don't – I used to not even plan my cookies. Like, Liz, Artie still doesn't plan her cookies, and she's amazing, but I think she's just got the brain for it. But oh, I have to plan my cookies now. I, I just I just go for it, and if it doesn't work out, I mean, that's how I got into the whole vintage thing because, you know, I keep messing up my cookies. And then you, like, make them dirty, and you're like, it was supposed to be that way. It's yes, magic. Yay. It's vintage. But Well, I yeah, love your I, vintage
0: cookies. <laughs> I just think your vintage cookies are just – I mean, they're so unique. I love them. <laughs>
1: And that's why, because they're just reckless. The, those, they're it's not intentionally like messed up. Like I, I do it on accident, and then,
0: then it's vintage. But, but see, that's the thing. If you mess up or something, I mean, you have to know how to fix it, right? So. Um. You just make it vintage, and it's shabby chic. It's wonderful. (laughs) there's, There's a cookie on my blog, and I really want to redo it because I was decorating this cookie, and for some reason, I don't know, I was all thumbs that day. Every time I touched that cookie, and I had like 30 of them, and this is the one, this is my big mistake. And it was just supposed to be a simple yellow cookie with a green flower on it, and this was way back in the day. I was so mad at myself because I kept getting thumbprints. I would crack the ice. It would crust and then my thumbprint, one thumbprint was in the cookie. So I got mad and I just went, oh, and I just started putting my fingers on them. And I stepped back and I'm like, you know, that's shabby chic. That looks really good. The crackled
1: look. And that's what I gave them and they
0: loved it. It was like, I'm like, you know, there's no charge for this at all, which I wasn't gonna charge them anyways. But (laughs) here here it is, and this is my new shabby chic cookies, you know? So it worked, but there have I been times that. that things haven't worked and you just say, I'm sorry, <laughs> eat the cookie. It tastes the same.
1: <laughs> oh my and goodness. I think it's super important that I, I, it's hard with orders. It's hard when people, the customers are perfectionists because I'm, I'm not. And I've been really lucky to kind of cultivate a customer base that appreciates my style and the, the fact that it's not Perfect. I'll I, I don't have customers anymore that expect perfection because I think those have all kind of gone to people who make perfect cookies. <laughs> they don't <come> <laughs> I, don't, I, don't, I don't have those expectations <laughs> with my customers. Like they don't have those expectations of me. So I can just make cookies and then nothing ever is so bad that it can't recover from. And people generally appreciate the end product when they when True. you have that little bit of freedom to decorate or to create the way that works for your soul if that makes sense it does it makes
0: perfect sense and I think that's great because I can't sit and make perfect cookies all day long I mean I would be bored out of my mind so when a mistake (laughs) happens I'm like "Ooh, I get to fix that (laughs) (laughs) so no I like it and like I said I love the way that you turn yours into you know like like shabby chic or you you know antique them and I just I love that look you've definitely mastered that it's beautiful (laughs) you. <laughs> okay, so what are you working on? Anything that you can tell us that you're working on right now or in the near future with your blog?
1: Um, it, what I'm working on right now, I'm trying to build a library of basic tutorials for beginning decorators. Because surprisingly, the cookie craze hasn't really dropped off. I, You know, like cupcakes were here for kind of a short time and then they weren't popular anymore. Yeah. I almost I, I expected cookies to be the same way, but it's really – it's not going anywhere, and there's lots so. of new decorators all the time. And I want to have a space for them on my blog where someone who has never decorated before, who doesn't know what RI that it means royal icing, you know what I mean, like yeah. knows nothing about cookies, can come and get a jump start to say, okay, that's that's where I'll start. I'm gonna start at this tutorial, and I'm gonna work my way through tutorial number nine hundred and seventy-two, and by then I'll be an expert. <laughs> So that's that's what I'm working on. I got a ways to go. See, I think that's great. Yeah, I
0: think that that'll keep you busy for a while, you know.
1: It's like a decade project. Which
0: which is great, though, because, you know, that's what people need. And I like the way that you do the question and answer with a bunch of different decorators. Because what works for me and my humidity may not work for you in your humidity. And it's great for people to see a couple of different things, you know, that way maybe they can adapt something that's going to work for them.
1: Yes, I I really have a hard time with the notion that there's only one right way to decorate. Oh, me and too. And I, I I've been seeing this around lately, and it makes me a little bit sad because. Uh, people who've been decorating one way and it's working for them, they'll see that someone says, well, that's the wrong way to do it. But if it's working for someone, that's not wrong. That's working for them. There's a million different ways to get to the same destination. And I love having all of these fantastic decorators chiming in saying, this works for me and this works for me. And you get 12 different people saying they do it 12 different ways. It's just a really good visual idea that that there is that, that you can do it your way. Maybe your way isn't even one of those ways, or maybe you've been doing it one way and it's not working for you. And now here's 10 other ways that you can try. I love, love the idea that people can take whatever creation they want and take it however they want to do it. To create what they want. It doesn't have to be the exact same thing, the exact same way as someone else, because that will never be theirs. That will be a copy of someone else.
0: Exactly. And I agree. I had this lady that contacted me and I, I don't know how many emails we sent back and forth to each other. And I really wanted to help her, but her humidity was so different than mine that no matter what I told her to do or try with royal icing, it failed. And I said, are there any cookie decorators in your area? Is there anyone around there that you know that decorates cookies, that has a blog or something? She said, yeah. I said, email them and ask them what recipe they use. She emailed them. They sent her the recipe. She emailed me back like two days later and she said, this is brilliant. She said, it's like (laughs) someone gave me a magic wand that just went poof and it took away every problem that I was having. Because see, I can't talk to somebody in a really dry area. How do you make cookies in a dry area? How do you keep the royal icing, you know, from going You just crazy? be reckless. Yeah. <laughs> you see, just be
1: reckless. <laughs> see, and that's me. I
0: live like in the rainforest here. It's not really, but it might as well be. We have so much humidity. So nothing I said to her helped, except Go find somebody who lives in your area and ask if you can have their recipe. So that's a tip for everybody out there too. If your icing is going crazy and it's not doing what you want, look on the blogs, look around and see if there's someone in your area and see if they will share their recipe. I guarantee you that'll probably work for you.
1: It's such good advice, such good advice because lots of times... Like I said, people will look and they'll say, "Well, this is the only one right way," and it, they won't even think that there's another way. And again, humidity makes such a difference with everything, and and personal preferences. Yeah. Because I worked with someone. My I have this the chocolate cookie recipe that I've I've had for a while, and I I worked with somebody for probably six months. She was trying to figure out a way to make it work, and it just wasn't working. And we kept going back and forth until I finally realized what she wanted was a crunchy, thin, like a thin, crunchy cookie. Oh. And and my recipe is made to be soft, fudgy, yep. chewy, like a brownie. Yep. And she couldn't figure out what she was doing wrong. She was doing nothing wrong. Yeah. Like she was doing it exactly, as, but it wasn't the way she thought it should be. So we have different ideas of how we want things to turn out as exactly. well as different. We come from different skill sets and different backgrounds and things that we've learned. So there really isn't a wrong way or a right way. And when you ask advice, make sure that you're on the same page, you know, like whether exactly. you're in the same humidity level, the same climate type, or that you want the same results to, in the end.
0: Yeah, I think that's great because no matter what she did to that recipe, it was going to be the same recipe. It was going to make the same weight <laughs> every time.
1: And she was doing nothing wrong. It just wasn't the right recipe for her.
0: (laughs) Bless her heart. You know how frustrating that is. We've all been there. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my goodness. Well, what is there any, let's see, I always ask people, is there something that you can share with us or what are you working on with cookies or is there any kind of clues that you want to give us about your near future? Anything exciting? And there may not be, but I like asking people this.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I don't have any surprises this summer. Oh, no. (laughs) No books coming out, no super fun classes, no surprises, which is great. I'm super excited to be going into summer and to be on, well, I guess the big surprise is not a big surprise, but every summer I take the summer kind of off from cookie decorating and I spend it with my kids. So in the near future, you'll be seeing less of me.
0: (laughs) Well, but then it'll, you know, what's going to happen, and this is a prediction of mine. Here we go. What's going to (laughs) happen is your kids are going to be playing. Doing all this, and you're going to be following them around with a notepad, writing down cookie ideas, because they're going to give you some <laughs> that you're going to want to make.
1: <laughs> oh my goodness! I already have a list like 97 cookie designs long. As oh. I want. There's just there's never enough time, but it's great. It's great. I'm. I honestly worried when I first started decorating, like almost a decade ago, that eventually I would run out of ideas, that I wouldn't have new fun ideas. Yep. But honestly it's gone the other way it's just I've amassed such a list of ideas for designs <laughs> I will never have time to make them all even when all of my kids are in school full-time there will never be enough time which I love I love that that creative process kind of breathes itself and it just it makes it bigger and, and better every time oh I Super love fun. that
0: when I <laughs> was ready to start a blog I asked Callie I said Callie you know sweet sugar bell I said Callie What happens when I run out of ideas? She said, oh, trust me, you're not. She said, there isn't going to be enough time for you to decorate half of what you want to decorate. And you know what? I've been doing this since 2011. She's 100% right. You know, I'm not running out of ideas. I'm running out of time.
1: (laughs) Yeah, I never have enough time me either. Or, or motivation if we're being completely honest it, well
0: you know you you get ready to make this wonderful batch of cookies that you're getting ready to make and you realize oh I gotta vacuum or I have to clean oh I
1: never realized that
0: I do it drives me crazy I just want to decorate okay I just don't clean <laughs> here comes the big question are you going to cookie con this year I know it's been in Utah and now it's going to be in Indiana are we going to get to see you there
1: Absolutely. You won't be able to miss me. Yes. I can be so everywhere. Yes,
0: yes, 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 yes.
1: I wouldn't miss CookieCon for the world.
0: I didn't think that you would, and I kind of knew that you were going to be there. <laughs> so I just wanted to ask, because people are saying, who who's going to be there? Who's going to be there? I said, well, we'll just keep asking on the podcast, and we'll get it directly <laughs> from them. So yes, you heard that. Georgianne Lola will be at CookieCon 2018. I'm so excited. So...
1: Yes, I'll be teaching some of the add-on workshops. I forget what they're called on this year, but yeah, that's it—the it. the pre-con classes. And then um, I'll be doing it, helping out with some of the events as well. So <laughs> I'm going to be around, and I'll be around. Is there <laughs> one
0: event you can tell us that you're going to help out with? Do you know?
1: Um, I'm going to – I'll be there the very first day when everyone checks in. We're going to do a couple of orientations this time and some little, um, like, ongoing tours of the place because it's new and nobody's been there before. So we're definitely going to get people hooked up and set up and get them, you know, meet some friends and some circles. So anyone who's going, um, who's never been before and they feel like they don't have any friends and they won't know what they're doing – I'll be your friend. I'm going to be there for you. I'm going to show you around, and I'm going to get you set up so you know where you're supposed to be at every point in the day. And if you have any questions ever during CookieCon, you come and find me, and I'll help you find your way. That is, I mean,
0: wow. You're going to be like, and please don't take this the wrong way, because I'm throwing it out there. As call- you're like the Mickey Mouse of Cookie Con. I mean, you're the one that we're going to go find and say, Georgianne, where's this class? And you're just going to say, oh, it's right here, and take us
1: there. Absolutely. It's- <laughs> last year last year, I don't I don't know if you were there. I was wearing a giant sombrero. Yep. For I saw you. The, the opening afternoon. so they had this game where everyone gets a card and you're supposed to find people wearing different hats, like a chef hat or a baseball hat or like a Viking hat. I think you had the Viking hat. I right? was the Viking, yep. Yeah, I I thought I, I was had, a big Viking. I had a giant sombrero. That's it was like four feet wide. I literally couldn't get through doorways with it. But the best I part is it. that people didn't realize I was wearing the hat for the game. They just thought Oh, sure. She's wearing a giant sombrero. That seems legit.
0: <laughs> That's hilarious. I didn't know that they didn't realize that you weren't doing the game. I mean yeah. that is They just so thought funny. I was walking around wearing a giant sombrero. <laughs> it kinda like do you do you watch the show Friends?
1: I have seen a few episodes. Don't hate me.
0: (laughs) No, no, I don't. Rachel, they went to the beach, and Rachel had this hat that looked just like the one that you had on. It was huge, and everybody made fun of her. They're like, what do you need a hat that big for? You're going to block the whole, you know. It it started pouring the rain, and all of them were under her hat. And so when I first saw you, I thought, if it comes a rainstorm, I'm going to find Georgianne. I'm going to be with you, whether you want me to or not. I'm going to be there. All my
1: cookie friends under the sombrero.
0: (laughs) It was great. Right, though. What were some of the other hats? Somebody had on one, and I swear I can't think of which one it was, but it was one, and I thought, that just, you need to take that off. That just, <laughs> it uh, wasn't uh, a good I mean, hat for them. I don't know. Who, who was it that had the little um, bonnet, like, Laura Eagles. Oh,
1: yes. That's so funny. I forgot about that one. There were so many fun hats, though. There were. That was a fun game.
0: I cannot wait to see what they do this year because they always do something really fun. But your hat, I loved your hat, and I had no idea <laughs> people thought wow,
1: she just has some different I, taste. <laughs> I literally couldn't get through doorways and I would keep forgetting that. So I would go to like walk through a door and I would just like hit my head in the doorway because like the, the hat is too big to get through. And I'm like – it's like like people running into like a sliding glass door. It was like that every time. I just like be walking like, whoa, like Bless doorway. Your I
0: forgot about that. Yeah, that would be terrible. That would just –
1: that's <laughs> horrible. Good thing
0: you didn't have the string on and it get caught behind you oh, or right? something. I mean, you know, as a mom, we all think about that. Is she safe? Is she going to be okay going through the door? <laughs> 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 okay. So you're going to enjoy summer with your kids. And you said that you're going to Boston with your son. Any plans for the girls?
1: Um, No, he's actually the first one that I've taken on a cookie decorating trip. So we're kind of going to see how that goes. He's going to spend I mean he's going to stay with me when we do the full day decorating class and he he's I gave him the choice he could bring, you know, something to do, but he is going to decorate with us that day so everyone um, in Boston he's going to have my son. S-
0: he's <laughs> going to have so much fun and everybody that's in that class is going to absolutely adore him. He is a sweet, sweet child. I never will forget Penelope coming to TikiCon. And she sat there with my book. And remember, she kept kissing the cover <laughs> of my book. And that was like one of the most special things that I have with that book is she would just pick it up and she would just kiss it. And I was like,
1: Alan, <laughs> I want another baby. <laughs> she was in that adorable phase where everything she liked, she just kissed. It was, I,
0: it was so cute. She was such a good kid. I swear.
1: It was. Oh, right after that, we went into the tasting room, you uh-oh. know, where all the cookies are laid out. And she's like, she's like, I, I'm holding her in my arms. And she is somehow <laughs> reaching over and grabbing like all anything. If she could touch it, she was eating. I didn't realize this because I'm like holding her. And then oh. everyone's like laughing. And I'm like, what? What's going on? But, yeah.
0: And then she you feel bad. Her. You're like, okay, we ate half the cookies. <laughs> um, I I
1: there, won't be tasting any. I bet
0: there's no nap that day. Yeah. <laughs>
1: Oh, she's lied every day.
0: <laughs> well, your kids are so sweet. I I swear I loved meeting them all. They were absolutely precious. So, okay. So, any tips that you want to throw out there as we leave? I know that people have to get back to, you know, filling orders and taking care of their children. So, is there anything that you want to share or say to everybody before you go?
1: Um, really quick. I think that the question that I get asked the most often is about dehydrators. Yes, and how please. Much time. Yes. You can leave a cookie in a dehydrator. And this goes back to what we were talking about with different climates and different humidity levels. Um, So I've lived on both ends of the spectrum. I currently live in a desert, but I've also, when I lived in South Korea, the humidity ranged from 94% to about 98% wow. most of the time. Like I had framed pictures on the wall that had water damage because of the humidity. So i that's when that I first tested out the dehydrator. It was in South Korea, which was fantastic for me there. But I left the cookies in the dehydrator for 24 hours straight, and they never dried out. Wow. But I come to Utah, and I can leave cookies in there for a total – like with every step of about 30 minutes before they start to dry out. So whatever, um, wow. whenever environment you're in, either ask somebody, who another decorator that lives in your area, how long they leave it in or test it out for yourself. But when people say you can't leave it in longer than 15 minutes or you can leave it in for four hours, that none of that advice is probably going to be true for you in your environment. So my number one tip with dehydrators, well – Two tips. I can't just do one. I always do things in twos. So first of all, get one of those Paraflex mats. It's like a silicone mat for the bottom. That way, your cookie is flat on the mat, and there's no airflow on the bottom of your cookie. And then test out how long you can leave the cookies in your dehydrator for your area. Don't go just based off blind trust what somebody else said. Start at fifteen minute increments, and just see when it starts to to dry out a little bit. That way, you'll know for your own. I don't know, sanity for your own, um, what's the word sense of, yeah. So you're not freaking out. That's what I mean. True. Yeah. You're not freaking out when your cookies are in there (laughs) so that you know when, like how long you can leave your cookies in there. Because if you're in somewhere really, really humid, a dehydrator is a fantastic tool and you should be using it.
0: Definitely. Because
1: in Korea, it would take days for my cookies to dry, but with a dehydrator, I could dry them enough in eight hours to move on to the next step. I couldn't bag them in eight hours. I mean, that was crazy humidity. Here in Utah, with a dehydrator, I can make an entire set of cookies in a day like and bag them within a 24-hour period. Wow. Which, I mean, that's not even possible in Cree, even with a dehydrator. But- Test things out for yourself. That's my advice on the dehydrator.
0: See, and I like that because here where I'm at, now the weather is like I mean, it's it's seriously, you're on a roller coaster ride. They say around here all the time, <laughs> if you don't like the weather, wait five minutes because it will change. I mean, and and it's true, it does. So there are days that I could seriously use a dehydrator. Then there are other days that I don't need it. I just pop it in front of the fan, you know, for a few minutes. So, you know, yeah. do you find that it changes for you? I I would say there in Utah you're just pretty dry.
1: It is pretty dry. I use my dehydrator always. It's like my best friend. Like we go to the store together, you know, like we'd go on <laughs> vacations. But I love my dehydrator. I always use it. And I, I use it with a fan or the, the door off and then on the lowest setting. So it's not much different than a fan, like just a standing yeah. fan. Also, I mean, it, it keeps my cookies safe. I don't know if you know, but I have four kids and they like sugar. Yeah. So if they can't oh, yeah. see it, then they're not trying to eat them. So That's I always true. use my dehydrator. But I, I do <laughs> notice a difference in humidity, especially especially... especially when I'm mixing my dough, I find that, um, the change like spring and fall, like the change from fall to winter, like November every year, I feel like I have to completely like reevaluate how much flour I'm using in my recipe. And then again, when spring turns into summer, I have that same. And I, it's, it's interesting because right now is when you'll hear a lot of people saying they have um, icing issues. They have like thing like butter bleed more than they've ever had. Just all of a sudden when spring turns to summer and fall turns to winter, that's when things go crazy with yeah. icing and with humidity and, you know, recipes and all that. And recipes that have worked forever suddenly don't. But if you, you know, like it's just that change in the environment and the humidity and the pressure and all of that it just you have to tweak things just as you go yeah you always have to be just looking and this is a, a kind of a hard time for people to start to decorate cookies i think because they'll be like i don't know nothing works. You know, just, just give it two weeks and come back. Take, take two weeks off.
0: Yeah. Take, <laughs> just walk away and come back and then you'll figure it out. So I agree 100%. Yeah. Spring, spring is definitely hard for cookies, you know.
1: <laughs> yeah. And then the people who live in humid areas, like the whole summer, they've got like this crazy heat and humidity and then. Yeah. I don't have that anymore. So I'm grateful. Yeah. my Sorry,
0: yeah. My humidity's crazy all the time. It doesn't matter summer, spring, winter, fall. I mean, no matter <laughs> what I do, it's going to be crazy. So every time I turn that mixer on to make royal icing, I'm like, okay. What kind of a day are we going to have today?
1: (laughs) This will be the day I lose my mind. This is it. it. I know it's coming. (laughs) It's great. It's great. I got to figure this out. But that's
0: kind of why I started making my icing so thick where, like you said, you could turn the bowl over and it doesn't come out. That's one of the reasons I started doing it is because it helped. It helped me regulate the consistency of the icing I wanted or needed that day. So that's one reason I like my icing really, really thick.
1: Yeah, it's, it's a lot easier to control. It's icing gets weird once you've watered it down and thinned it out you can add powdered sugar back to make it thicker again but it just doesn't have the same kind of elasticity that it did in the beginning
0: yeah okay one question for you since you know you've already told me that you know you're not doing anything crazy new you know right now (laughs) that you're going to enjoy your kids which to me is crazy new that's awesome i'm glad that you're doing that what is your favorite royal icing color not just color but royal icing color
1: do you mean like the end color or the food coloring that I use? No,
0: the end color. Like if you wanted to just go in your kitchen, red. <laughs> you like red?
1: I like. I like red. I like um like a pale blue gray, and mm, then pretty. I like gray icing. I. I'm not, I'm not original. Those are my favorite colors. Let <laughs> me. And I, I make them in most, it's really interesting because you can see at least one of those colors in almost every single set of cookies I make with the exception wow. of Halloween because Halloween is its own animal, but. It is its almost, own animal. I yeah. love Halloween. <laughs> I love it. love deep dark red icing. <laughs>
0: now when you're, when you do the gray icing, so do you start with white and just add a drop? What, what do you add to make your gray icing?
1: Um I use I use black food coloring for the most part and then sometimes I'll add a little bit of um Like, sometimes it looks like a little purple or a little green, depending on – I have a few different brands of black that I use. But so I'll just add – if it looks like a little pinkish purple, like AmeriColor tends to come off looking pink, like a pink purple, then I'll add just a little bit of green to it to bring it back. But it also depends on what other colors are in the set. So I'll make my gray last, and then I'll add some of the other colors from the set into the gray because then it kind of, like, rounds it out and makes it that – a neutrally gray if that makes sense yeah it'll just make
0: it all match which is yeah, brilliant the, they'll all be friends yeah they're all friendly. yeah,
1: yeah.
0: I no color it. enemies no no color enemies no 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 <laughs> well Georgianne thank you so much I know you probably have a million things to do with you know four kids and a blog <laughs> and teaching and all this other stuff that you have to do so I guess it's sad it's really really sad but i guess i need to let you go back to work it's been
1: fantastic talking to you i
0: love it it's been so fun talking to you thank you for taking the time out of your day and joining us and and teaching people about icing and all this wonderful stuff and seriously guys if you want to take a class Go check out George, Georgianne's blog, Lila Lola. Go under her. You said it's a teaching tab, correct? It,
1: class? it says classes. Yep, classes. right at the top. Okay,
0: classes. I knew I'd get that wrong. I'm so sorry. But go <laughs> under classes at the top and see where she's going to be and go hang out with her and learn about cookies because, as you can tell, she has a ton of energy. She's willing to share. She wants you to decorate cookies. Come into the crazy cookie world with us, and Georgianne will show you the way. <laughs>
1: join us in the cookie world
0: (laughs) in the cookie world yeah go cookie journey world cookie world crazy so well thank you so much georgianne for being here guys if you want to see georgianne head over to her blog lilalola.com and um thanks for hanging out with us on the power of a cookie you guys have a great day
1: thanks for listening to the power of a cookie podcast at the